Welcome back to After the Split, the deep dive interview show going to the lives of speedrunners. We cover a wide range of topics, including mentality, living situations, effects of streaming, you name it. I just came back from a little break, so I'm happy to have three Otiscal on this week. Hope you guys enjoy it. Well, welcome in. I can't believe it's episode nine, and I'm not going to say season two, but I've officially moved. And so I'm hoping to do this again regularly and with better quality. But welcome in Thrigo, who's most notable for your run in the Sonic series, but someone that maybe also has more games in the run history than me. Now, before I butcher it anymore, uh, why don't you tell the people a little bit about who you are? What's your name? All right. Um, hello, my name is Thrigo for short. Um, Thrigotistical for long, uh, based off egotistical. I'm primarily a Sonic speedrunner, but I've also done speedruns of other things, and I also do graphic design and work for different uh, speedrunning tournaments and events. It's interesting to see this, because you are definitely the youngest runner I know. Yeah, um, for those of you who don't know me, I am 14 years of age, 15 Dang. at the end of August. A young which prodigy. Surprises, surprises a lot of people. Now, what is the, the origin of your screen name? How did you come across Egotistical at um, 13, 14? It's, it's quite a funny story. I, uh, some of you may know, but Squiggles, uh, I, when I started Twitch... I just used a variation of my in real life name and I was talking to him about it during one of his streams and I was like, well, if I want to start streaming, I'd prefer to have something, you know, original and quirky. And mm -hmm. then uh, I think Mabro was in the chat at the same time. Um, those of you who know Mabro, shout outs to Mabro. Um, and I was thinking about like, well, what's a word to describe myself? I can be quite egotistical and self-centered sometimes. So I thought egotistical how can we how can we make a play on that and then madbro thought of uh i believe it was ego t and i was like that's kind of cool but it it's more of like a uh a rapper name if you get what i mean it, it reminds me oh, of like ice yeah. tea or something yeah it's too too uh gangster for me i don't think i'm that cool <laughs> so i thought well what about three egotistical because that roll it rolls off the tongue really well and uh yeah we went with it I and like I it changed, actually. I changed the uh, I to a Y because I thought it looked better. So it's three go tistical, but instead of tist, it's tist. It's weird. I don't know. I'll agree with that. Plus, it, I don't know. It's something that stands out, but it's not like overly complicated having like XX ego XX crap like yeah. that, you know? We're not Black Ops 2 players. We're mm -hmm. not still on the Xbox 360. Uh, shit, I'm I'm hardly even okay gaming, let alone major league. Yeah, I I used to be good at shooters, but I gave up after a while. Oh, this is your prime time. Well, I I'm mean, prime. if it's just not for you, it's not for you. Yeah. Uh so what kind of besides you know your your platforming and speed games? Do you play other games just regularly? Like I feel um, like you're definitely in that prime time where you kind of get to figure out what you like. I mean, primarily the stuff that I do is uh, obviously speedrunning, but when I get downtime and I just want to play casual stuff, um, I play Tetris with friends, I play Genshin Impact, for those of you who play Genshin, it's a great game. Oh god, I'm um, scared to ask, how much time have you invested into Genshin? 
Surprisingly, not as much as some of my other friends in the Sonic Speedrun community and friends in real life. You know, I'm think like level 17 or 18 because I'm very on and off and some of them are like adventure rank 56 or something. It's ridiculous. I've heard it, it's, yeah, it's one of those things you either put way too much time or way too much money in. And I'm like, I don't yeah. like either of those things. So, yeah, no gotchas also, for me. Yeah, also, like, another one of the games that I play, I've been playing Clash of Clans, and I know a lot of people judge, judge me for this, but I've been playing that game for five, six years now. Oh, dang. And I've put both a lot of time and a bit of money into it. So it's slightly shameful, but whatever, whatever. Well, I'm curious to ask, just since I'm a boomer, I guess, but like, when did you actually get a smartphone to be able to play stuff like Clash of Clans? Um, I first got a my own phone was five or six years ago. I think I was either like nine or ten. I can't remember. And it was an iPhone 4S, and at the time I was really, you know, I was happy with it, and I liked that oh, for phone, sure. I genuinely did, yeah. And then I, one Halloween, I believe I was out with a couple friends, and I tripped over a rock, <gasps> and the back of it just oh, shattered. Pieces. Yeah. It still worked, somehow it still worked, but <laughs> it was just a shame, because the back, which is the nice glass, shiny bit, shattered to pieces. I guess you kind of got to expect that, though, when you give someone that's a child a delicate yeah. smartphone an irresponsible mm -hmm. kid like me now i take it you live with your parents but do you have any siblings or anything um no no siblings i'm an only child and it's just me and my mum who live together is that do you think that's a good thing or a bad thing for you like um, i think it would be kind of cool but only child i mean well I suppose I would like to have, like, a sort of relationship with, like, somebody similar age as me. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, preferably, like, an older brother or sister, but obviously that's impossible at this stage. But yeah, I think true. it's it's nice being an only child because you get all the attention, you can do whatever you want and get away with it. <laughs> well, not entirely, but uh, you can do most things and get away with it. Now... I'm sure most people could probably just tell from the accent, but where is it you're from? Uh, from Northwest England in the United Kingdom. Now, I'm not too bright on just how the rest of the world's education system works, but what grade or year does that put you um, in? I am finishing what Americans would call ninth grade, I believe. So oh, okay. Fresh, freshman year of high school, I believe. Uh, so I'm going into what Americans consider the second year of high school, nice. if I'm not mistaken. Uh, how was your first year? Because you guys are, are you on summer break now? Um, we start summer break or like summer holidays uh, July 16th, I think, and go back at the very start of September. Oh, wow. Okay. So we we don't get as long as you guys do, but we get more frequent breaks. Like every six weeks, we get a week off and then every every other week off that we get is like two weeks off so we get uh october half term and then we get two weeks off at christmas and then we get spring half term like february half term and then we get two weeks off at easter and then we get a summer half term and then we get six to seven oh. weeks off at summer it's I feel more like that'd be better anyway like yeah yeah i like it though it's it's balanced and it means that it's not just constant stress and you get that time away and just to relax i suppose so do you happen to be a whiz kid? Or are you like a straight A 
kind of genius or um i was a straight a student all the way until lockdown started uh... and then a lot of stuff happened to me and i've gotten to a point where as i suppose i've got older and i don't want to say matured but i'd say matured like a little bit i've started to realize that i i instead of just being a's in everything and being great at everything i need to put my focus into the th three things which are going to get me you know the career that i want which is maths computer science and music which are my three main strengths i suppose this is so oddly mature to hear i feel like I don't know, 14-year-old me was, a, for lack of better words, a dumbass. And you're like, maybe it's just the, the age we're in and with the lockdown and everything, you're forced to mature faster. But I'm like, oh my god, these answers. Oh. No, I, I suppose, but at the same time, I've sort of been raised in a way by my family to sort of have that slightly more mature mindset. Mm -hmm. Like, back when everyone was doing like one plus one and two plus two like uh, my granddad shout out to him he was teaching me all the complicated math stuff you know at least for a four-year-old you know knowing oh, all the yeah. way up to your 12 times tables as a four-year-old is pretty mental and it's, i think so it sounds like a flex but i don't mean it to be a flex <laughs> i just mean like it's just matter I of had, fact i had that advantage of a family that had a wide range of skills to push me forward and help me i suppose now do you already know kind of what it is you're looking to do with your career path or post uh school path um i've been thinking about it a lot because there's been many career options but i think that i want to go something along the realms of like something to do with like either voice acting commentating like a radio oh. presenter something like that because i like that sort of i like that sort of having that interaction having that personality without actually well not necessarily but in most cases you know you don't have to show face you it's more comfortable for me so to speak yeah for sure mm. it's kind of interesting to see the the medium change at least in my opinion like nobody at least younger we don't really listen to the radio as much anymore, but we're very much in tune with personalized, yeah, personalized uh, personalities, I guess. So, like, yeah. you know, your Twitch streamers, your YouTubers, stuff like that. Mm. Yeah, definitely. And I suppose perhaps the idea of a radio host isn't the strongest idea, considering how that sort of format of media is sort of dying out nowadays. Yeah. People are Converting over to Spotify and other streaming services as well as YouTube, you know, they're taking over the world, so to speak. So perhaps that's not one of the strongest career ideas, but it's something in that sort of realms of like perhaps voice acting, voiceovers, you know, something, something in that range. I'm not sure yet. I only, I recently came across uh, somebody that actually does voiceover work, like because uh, Twitch and organizing a, a charity thing, I like that that's one of those jobs that somebody has to do it and i feel like i i've never known someone but there's got to be so many people that do mm. and especially with every i mean the last year and a half alone has pushed almost everything to be online it's like oh it it's exciting to see those opportunities kind of rise up more no oh, yeah 100% and i i think that it's nice to have that sort of knowledge of the sort of niche that mm -hmm. you want to go into because if you know if somebody just says you know i want to be 
a doctor or a nurse, and no offense to anyone who is a doctor or a nurse, because that's a really respectable job I to go for. Yeah. I respect anyone who, you know, goes into that career, or like, I want to be uh, in the police, or I want to this and that. It's almost like common jobs, and I don't say this in a negative way, I just mean as in there are so many people yeah, yeah. going towards that career path that it's a lot harder to get in, and originally i wanted a career in music as a session musician but i realized that because there are so many mm. you know people who want to go into that sort of aspect i was thinking well why don't i leave that as a side project that may possibly evolve into something bigger and aim for something that's slightly more niche and slightly more you know people aren't gonna you know there isn't going to be as many people in it which means that there'll be hopefully more job opportunities meaning that it will be easier for me to find opportunities for work and stuff. Have you already attempted stuff like voiceover, even just on your own projects or anything like that? Um, not entirely. Most of it comes from commentating for um, a lot of like tournaments within the Sonic Speedrun community and a lot of other events. Um, shout out to Zaxxon, uh, who hosts all the Zaxxon and Friends events. They've got a Sonic 2 tournament, which I will be entering, uh, coming up at the end of September. So, yeah, I've done a lot of commentating for them. Um, I've done commentating for, uh, some videos that I've made. They haven't really got far because I just sort of, you know, leave them either unlisted or they've just been separate projects involved yeah. with other people. Um, it mainly comes from just talking on my own streams and, f you know, finding that enjoyment about, you know, talking about yourself. And this is why I sort of like this format of the, uh, you know, of podcasts and stuff, because it's nice to just be able to flow free and explain to the world what yourself is like, who you really are. I yeah, definitely. I, I, that's what I like too. And especially if you have anything mundane like a drive to work or anything like that i love putting on podcasts so that's kind of what motivated me to even make this and once i did the first couple episodes i'm like oh my god people actually want to be on it and i love to do it because i love to hear the stories i'm not i'm not big on talking about myself so much so to hear yeah. other people get excited is more what fuels me I'm like oh that's that's wonderful no yeah it's definitely uh it's definitely nice and i'm you know, it's sort of giving me that idea that maybe sometime in the future I want to start a podcast of my own, sort of similar to how you've done it, because it would not only give me that sort of perspective on what it's like to work in that sort of voiceover, mm -hmm. you know, chat show, whatever, sort of uh, realm of job and stuff, but also, you know, to be able to reach out to new people and find out about them, so to speak. Well, if you do wind up, I think you definitely got the the personality for it. I could so see it, so let me know. Well, I appreciate that. Thank you. Now, how long have you been streaming, by the way? Um, Just over a year, I believe. I think I started late May last year, uh, and this was on my PS4, and I... Oh, my voice, nice. Yeah, my voice hadn't broken, and my mic was a £15 crappy mic that echoed to shit, and it was crackling, and it was horrible. <laughs> Somehow I still got screech. viewers. Yeah, so shout outs to, you know, the people who were there from the beginning, you know, people from Mabro's community, people from Butts's community, you know, some of my friends from school, just shout outs to everyone who was putting up with that, you know, horrible, 
you know, mess before I actually got my PC, which was start of August, I believe. Did you start off speedrunning or were you just casually playing something on your PlayStation way back um, then? I started off, I believe my very first stream, I can't even remember what I did, but I remember doing a lot of uh, casual Sonic Mania playthroughs. And I sort of thought to myself, um, you know, what if I took this further and what if I started speedrunning? And this was around the same time that the very first Sonic 2 tournament, which was being hosted by the Sonic speedrun community admin. So it wasn't Zaxxon's community, but... Um, I remember watching that and thinking, you know, this is so cool. I want to get into this. So I bought a copy of the Genesis Classics, like that game that you can get oh, on PS4. Yeah. It includes like Sonic 1, Sonic 2, as well as like a load of other games. And it's it had horrible input lag, but it got me started and it got me somewhere. And that's where I got, you know, that's when I started my first runs of Sonic 2, which was my first ever speed game. And I believe... Um, I managed to get down to like a 28 or 27 before I got my PC. I mean, that's, that's pretty good. I, I played the shit out of Sonic 2 as a kid on, actually on the real Genesis, but yeah, I don't think I ever could imagine getting something less than half an hour. No, I think, I think it's definitely something to aim for if you ever give it a shot. I think a first good goal would be sub 30 because... You know, obviously you're not going to be learning a lot of the difficult glitches, but, you know, if you're somebody who's played so much out of it, then you sort of know, you know the mechanics well enough to be able to give it a shot, I suppose. Yeah, I guess that that makes sense. As with anything, you just got to play it enough. Yeah. But I've, I've seen Sonic runs, and they're kind of fascinating to me. There's There's a lot of... I don't know how to phrase it. It's not exactly glitches, but you almost get out of bounds, and it's it's just so strange, and it's so weirdly precise. I'm like, how do people find this kind of stuff? And it looks it's... challenging, very frame-precise. Oh, yeah, that's one of the things that I find annoying about it. But the thing with, like, tricks that, let's say, they're frame-perfect or they have a two-frame window or a three-frame window is that... You sort of know, like, you have to, like, a lot of them require unpausing and then jumping. Yeah. You know, just pressing A, B, or C, like, right after. And you sort of, as you progress more and more throughout the game, and as you do it more, you sort of get a feel for the gap between when you unpause and when you jump. And mm -hmm. I suppose, you know, as with a lot of the tricks, it's just getting a feel for it. On the but, newer games, uh, sorry for interrupting. No, no, no worries. On the newer games that they've like, or the remastered, I guess I should say it. Did they wind up adding like a buffer system, or is it still an analog like push in? That's what you get. It's. Do you mean like um? So like, if you're pushing multiple things, it kind of stores it, and it it's only slight. But versus like old games where if you push too many things, it just would drop it because it's analog um well they kept it majorly the same um i assume you're talking about like the newer classic games like Sonic yeah Mania yeah stuff. yeah yeah they kept it sort of majorly in um between the classics and the new games because they wanted to retain that feel um but obviously instead of being able to pause buffer because it has the menu system it's 
a lot more awkward because it's like you instead of as soon as you pause you know as soon as you pause the frame after the game freezes and as soon as you unpause the frame after the game unfreezes or whatever but like when you pause you know you've got a couple frames where the menu pops up and it makes a sound and you've got this screen and whatever then when you unpause you've got to wait like another few frames for the menu to pop out and it's very difficult to pause buffer when there's a game with a menu system so to speak interesting now we'll definitely go back to more sonic stuff but i'm I'm very curious about you know just your whole living situation does your mom know you stream yeah yeah she's supportive of it and she you know always asks you know are you streaming today just so she knows when not to come in i suppose because sometimes (laughs) like you know she brings me up food checking if i'm okay which is nice of her and i just say you know i'm streaming and she's like all right that's fine but yeah she's my whole family is supportive of it because I've told them, you know, about, like, what I do and stuff and, like, within not just streaming but within, like, events and tournaments and stuff and they think it's really great. And when I got my first Twitch payout, I remember, um, that was sort of what shifted my entire family from, oh, this is just something he does for fun to, hey, this is something, you know, that he could actually take relatively far which is what i'm hoping to do you know my goal is to get twitch partner by the time i'm 18 oh wow i'm gonna say so like just over three years i mean it's such a weird system i i want to say oh yeah you should be able to but you know you sometimes never know yeah it's either you're in the the system and people find it or they don't yeah it's I've got the ambition to do it. But yeah, it's yeah. Whether of whether the way that Twitch works is gonna play in my favor, so to speak. But it seems like I mean, doing all the right things that can help you out. A little bit of consistency. You do something that has interest. You have a good personality. So I could see it happening in the the networking aspect, of course. Oh yeah, I appreciate. Well, that, obviously, if I... I knew all the answers, I'd be partner too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can tell you the one thing I certainly don't have is consistency because sometimes I stream once a week, sometimes I stream three times a week, sometimes I take two weeks off without explaining why, and then I just turn up and people are like, oh, you were gone for a while, and I was like, yeah, I just couldn't be arse streaming, or like, yeah, I had something else on there, like, all right, fine. Life it's is like, hard. Yeah, you go with it, you roll with it. Mm-hmm. So, I, did your mom wind up buying you your PC for streaming purposes, or? Um, I originally uh wanted to get a pc partially for streaming and partially because there was a lot of things that i wanted to do on pc like i you know it would make it easier for me to do homework rather than just searching everything up on my phone and oh yeah definitely people often know a lot of websites like you know with the phone ui it gets horrible and confusing and it's just easier to do it on the piece of software that it was designed for Mm -hmm. um so i said you know, if I sell the PlayStation and if I sell this and I sell that and I sell the games and whatnot and give you the money, will you be able to pay for the rest of my uh, Oh, wow. You PC? wound up selling your PlayStation and everything? I, yeah, I had to because, you know, it was it was a lot more expensive than anything I'd ever asked for uh, as a sort of early birthday present, I suppose. And uh because my birthday is at the end of August, and we started get like getting the parts together at the start of August. Because I, you know, I was desperate to get it early, and I was like, you know, can I have it a bit <laughs> early? And she was like, yeah. And um, 
I remember I gave her the money and she was like, okay, I'll give you a budget of 400. And I was like, okay, that's generous. Thank you. And I uh, ended up searching around and I was like, oh, here's a parts list. And she was like, yeah, this is 650. And I'm like, yeah, but it's cool. And then she was like, all right, fine. And I don't cool. think she, I, I, I don't think she was very happy with me. I don't think she was very happy with me, but you know, I take care of it. I, I, you know, it's, basically centralizes my entire home mm-hmm. life at this point and it's definitely been very useful as compared to a playstation so uh thanks mum thanks for that one well it's so i don't know it's it's interesting to me because i feel like even in my age demographic most people just wind up getting like a playstation so they can play with their friends that kind of thing so to show oh, that yeah. you're willing to give that up just so you could really pursue something that you cared about is like all oh, that drive alone is so admirable i feel like how do you say no to that you know no yeah i i'm thankful that you sort of respect my admiration but the truth is is like i hate to make it go all really depressing but like i wasn't giving up much in the first place because in to be perfectly honest i didn't have very many friends and i originally had an xbox one which i that was probably one of my favorite, if not my favorite consoles that I've ever owned because, you know, I experienced so many games through it and I grew up with it, essentially, as well as my Xbox 360. But the thing is, at least in my local area, a lot of people didn't like me. I'm a, I am was a very unlikable person and I got bullied a lot. And when I tried to, you know, make friends and stuff online, mm-hmm. it, it would never work out, you know. So I resorted to just trying to find people through the internet and through, like, the Xbox Live services that you got. And I met a few people, but I never really had too much to give up, so to speak, because I never really had, you know, playing with your friends. I would just play in random multiplayer lobbies because I knew that if I joined that party with all those people and then people would just take the piss out of me and then kick me, which is, you know, what I got quite often. So I switched over to PlayStation, sold both my Xbox One and my Xbox 360, which was the worst mistake of my life, uh, to get a PlayStation because I had a couple friends at school that I was sort of, you know, being becoming better friends with, so to speak, and they had PlayStation, so I got a PlayStation, and we never really talked. We didn't really oh. talk that much or as, more, as much as I thought I would, and it wasn't a very good investment because in all honesty i much prefer i much prefer xbox to playstation i know a lot of people are controversial about that and people are like you know whatever but i grew up on the xbox 360 and the xbox one and i prefer the xbox controller so i suppose that was a bit of a bad mistake and that's why when i got my pc i knew i was confident going into it because i never really had that many friends so to speak to lose in the first place in fact nearly none so if anything, it was the right move to switch to PC, I suppose. Well, I'll be quite honest, I'm kind of terrible at handling sad, bad news, so oh, I'm sorry to hear it, but I'm glad to hear things are, you know, you found a good community online. Nah, yeah, don't worry about it, honestly. It's, it's you know, just something that I've had to grow up with, really, and you just, after years of it, you just come to accept it, but the great thing about having this PC now is that I've been able to reach out to so many friends, and, you know, so many new people make new friends, and, you know, I, now it's come to a point where I have better friends 
online than I do in school. You know, a lot of people online treat me nicer and I hang out with a lot more than a lot of the people who I consider friends at school, which is great, you know, and I have 300 followers on Twitch now, which I still, I'm still, I still can't believe it because I told myself that after a year of streaming, my goal was 100 and now I've tripled that and it's been a year of streaming and it's, it's crazy. It's just crazy how much not only I've grown, but how many people I've met and it's something that I never would have expected, I suppose. Yeah, it is kind of mind-blowing, always. I, I find myself more times than not now actually hanging out with people, like, from the Spyro community, like, when I'm chilling at home, just on Discord with them, I'm like, I almost feel bad that I'm neglecting people that I've met through, like, work and stuff like that. I'm like, oh, well, you know, I just have a good time yeah. here. It's it's just so comfy. It's easy. Yeah, if you enjoy it more, then mm -hmm. what's the reasoning you shouldn't do it, I suppose? I, I was actually wondering, so how did you come across, like, uh, Butts' channel and stuff like that? Because that's how I, I wound up meeting a lot of people like Bro9 and yourself. But mm. I met him because we both ran Crash NST. How did you wind up discovering him? I perfectly honestly discovered him absolutely randomly because I was looking to see if anybody else was streaming Sonic 2. And that specific day... Butts happened to be streaming Sonic 2, and at the time I was in a bit of a dark place, I'd fallen out with a lot of, you know, people at my school, and I'd, you know, I was really, really depressed, and I'd found that community, and it was just nice to have such a warm and welcoming yeah. community, you know, and just somebody who was so nice, so to speak, and I... You know, I hung around for a while, I met Madbro, he helped me out with a lot of PC stuff and a lot of getting, you know, starting stream stuff. Bless and his I heart. Met, yeah, I met 19, who did a lot of art for my stream and still does oh, my did he? emotes. Uh, yeah, she does my uh, she does my emotes now, which is really cool. Wait, this whole time, I, I didn't know 19 was a she. Yeah, 19's a she. What? I guess because I, I don't know. Yeah, I talked to Shout nineteen to a 19. lot, but yeah, I love nineteen. No, I know. Mad Madbro said the exact same thing when uh when I first met Madbro and I was talking to uh nineteen uh for the first time. Madbro uh referred to nineteen as a he, but for some reason everyone just thinks nineteen's a he, but nineteen's a she. There you go. Huh. That Moina. just blew my mind, actually. Huh. Well, yeah, great artist, great person, as far as I know. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool that she does your work, uh, like, your setup stuff, because your stuff looks good, too. Yeah. Actually, you know, not a, more than a little shout-out. I saw 19 open their commissions, so check that out on Twitter. If you want to get art done, the mm -hmm. most done, you know where to go. But yeah, uh, in the very start of my streaming, Madbro made some overlays for me, and I stuck with those overlays for a while, but then I sort of went through a phase of, changing my overlay style once every 500 years, <laughs> you know, to once every five minutes, and it would just shuffle around so much, and mm -hmm. it was... But I've settled, now that I've learned how to use Photoshop, I've settled with what I currently use, which I'm I'm happy with for the time being. I can guarantee you that in a month I will not be happy with it, and I will change it. But uh... That is so relatable. I think I've changed my overlay probably 20 or 30 times since I started streaming, and I think we no, started yeah. about the same time. No, yeah, it's, <laughs> the thing is, it's like, 
the it's just you like it and then after a while you get bored of it and you see you start to notice things that are wrong with it and you're like okay i want a fresh new design and it's like and then you start to notice that you know the cycle continues the cycle continues is uh is sonic 2 and 3 are those 4 by 3 aspect ratio um all of the classic sonic games are um but sonic 3 air which is the fan game version of sonic 3 the improved version mm -hmm. which i speedrun is 16 by 9 so that's oh. widescreen and the decompilation like mobile ports of sonic yeah. 1 and 2 as well as sonic cd the 2011 release they're also widescreen with an option for either 4 by 3 or 3 by 2 i believe man i hate making overlays for 16 by 9 it's just so not aesthetic in my opinion like 4 by 3 yeah. just everything fits so comfy yeah, yeah, and 16 by 9, it's like, oh, do I really just want squares? And what I've actually mm -hmm. wound up doing is basically the exact same on the left-hand side, what I do with 4 by 3, which is live split and inputs, two boxes, obviously one bigger than the other. And then on the right, instead of having a 4 by 3 game feed, I will just have a 16 by 9 game feed, but it's horizontally centered. So there's like a bar at the top and bottom. Where yeah, that's nothing, the problem. You know? but I like, hate the nothing. yeah. It's annoying to some people, but personally, I quite like it. Because oh, do you? I, I, when I was originally designing this set of overlays, and Mabro's, you know, telling me how to use Photoshop and stuff, I sent it to him, and I was like, it doesn't feel clean enough. It feels like there's too much going on, and it feels cluttered. So I got rid of that bottom bar where I'd have, you know, events list and chat and whatnot, and I just centered the 16 by 9 and I thought, this is clean, this is what I like. I'm going to go with it. Yeah. And I think most people, like, the average viewer probably doesn't care, but there's just some weird sense of pride to me that I'm like, I want it to look good. No, yeah, yeah. It's like, I've talked to a lot of friends about this, and they're like, your overlays look fine. Why are you changing them? And I'm like, because it's not good enough. And it's like, you know, it's perfectionism, and it's annoying, but you've got to yeah. put up with it. You've got to deal with it. Now, about the half hour mark is where I like to introduce a game into the mix. Try and spice it up before we go deep into your uh, speedrun history. How would you feel about doing a Gen 1 Pokemon showdown? I could try. I could try. You're probably going to kick my ass and I'm very okay with that. But, yeah. You want me to get Pokemon showdown up now? Uh, so they have a web-based version. Are, are you okay with that? Yeah. Okay. Well, here's just the link. Website. I just DM'd it to you. That's an 88. That is unfair, man. All right. <laughs> uh, the rest of my team also. Yikes. Nah, this is fun. This is fun. Oh, of course you did. Of course you did. <laughs> And here I'm trying to use everything to remember what makes what. Well, seismic toss would do more than that, but that's uh, that's unfortunate. Uh, physical, physical. Right, we'll try it. Jeez, okay. Sheesh. Okay. Why is your team? Why is your party so high leveled? That's uh, ah, oh, that's a shame. Busted. 
You know what? We are going to go... I still do not understand how your team is so high level. Interesting. Hey. Nice. Nope, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and my Hitmonlee's dead as well. Interesting. Was Dragon actually a type in Gen 1? I think so, yeah. Oh, shit. Damn, I don't even get the option to do anything this turn. I forget that Hyper Bean is a two-turn move. I always used to thought you had too. to charge up first, but uh, never mind. Nah, I think I was thinking of Solar Beam. But, uh, yes, I must recharge. And that's a shame. Alright, back to Dragonite. Oh, not dead. Oh, why are you getting so many crits? This is unfair. Aren't Jesus is on my side. Just a bit. You're gonna bring out that sand flash. Crap. Alright. Not too bad. Provided you don't do something stupid. <gasps> oh my oh, god, I did. Sick. I did do something stupid. Oh, I yes. thought I'd be faster. No, wait, it wait, missed. It missed? <laughs> Let's go! No, no wait, War Total has Blizzard as well. Let's go. Don't miss. <laughs> Please don't miss. Oh, God's sake. Right, in that case, I'm having to swap yet again. Mm. I shouldn't have told you that, because now you're going to swap. Well, I mean, naturally you're going to swap. Oh my god. Oh, this isn't very good. Rage. Oh my god. <laughs> Come on. That is beyond ridiculous. Right. In that case. Oh, nice crit. Uh huh. gonna play it safe. Why? I'm gonna have to rest slash recover now. Oh no, wait, no, I don't. Oh, thank God! Oh! <laughs> I don't no, think no. so. Oh, son of a bitch. That, mean, that means that... Please, please, please! Please. Please land. Let me go first. Fuck. Nice out, sweet. Okay, I thought that would actually one-shot me. I'm kind of surprised it didn't. Tentacles oh. part poison, isn't it? This was a bad idea. Why? Kill? Kill? Yes! No! Yes! <laughs> yes, okay, okay. There's a there's All a right. shot. What I really need. Why does everything have body slam? Oh, I'm pretty sure fuck. that at least 
four members of my party have body slam. It's great. Please tell I only me did 27. Me. Surprising. Oh, very. All right. This is going to be a tight one. Oof. Rage. Oh, I don't like this. I don't like this. Super effective crit, super effective crit, super effective crit. No, Chris. no, 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 no. Crit, crit, crit. Fucking hell, dude. That, was, that wasn't even a crit. Uh, it was super effective, though. Oh, I'm gonna need them. you to miss. I'm gonna need you to miss. <sighs> Please. Please. No yes! fucking way. GG's. Oh, GG, 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 GG. Oh, at least I won. That's all that matters. That's yep. all that matters. Bum, bum, bum. Oh, that was a close one. Actually yeah, terrified. Well played. well played. I made one uh, really dumb mistake against your Dragonite, but it happens. All right. Yeah, that was good. That was good. Well, thank you for playing. Thank you for... Oh. No, thank you too. Good game. Now let's jump into that speed running. Ooh. Now, fun. how in the world did you even find out about it? Um, combination of things. Uh, number one, shout out to Summoning Salt. Number oh, two, yeah, bless. Uh, the Sonic Two tourney. Uh, that happened. The very first one that I mentioned earlier. That happened uh, last summer, I believe. And number three, Butts, because he was doing Sonic 2 speedruns. And number four, Madbro, because he was doing Crash speedruns when I first started watching him. So, yeah. Did you uh, did you watch Twitch a lot before you discovered speedrunning, or was it kind of like same time frame? No, I didn't. I didn't watch Twitch, like, pretty much at all until I joined the Sonic speedrun community Discord server. And I, you know, I'd only just made a Twitch account, so yeah. Well, that's that's kind of interesting. I guess what uh, what convinced you, if you happen to remember, if not, that's okay. But what made you like, yeah, I don't really want to watch Netflix. I'll just, uh, I'll I'll look at Twitch, see what's up. Probably pure boredom, knowing me. Probably <laughs> just boredom. shits and giggles. Yeah, why not? Now, no PC. Were you watching on your PlayStation? Yes, yes, I was. Oh, I I have to imagine. Does that make chatting impossible? Um, a little, but I managed to get faster at it, so... Oh, okay. terrible at the end, and I eventually got a keyboard, meaning that I could type faster, so yeah. Oh yeah, I guess I, I didn't even think that was a thing, that you could keyboard on a PlayStation, but that makes sense. Somehow, yeah. Now, did you... Before just internet people, did you know anyone in real life that did speedrunning? Or no. did you know of, like, the, the big marathon events? Nope. I knew of GDQ and that was it. Yeah, that that seems to be like that's big enough that everybody kind of tends to know about GDQ. Yeah, I think the first speedrun that I ever watched was <laughs> Alter Biscuit uh, do New Super Mario Bros. at SGDQ 2016, and that run stuck with me for a while because that game is very nostalgic for me, and that run was really funny. So yeah. Uh, you wound up, you've run it, right? Like, you've done a couple of the Mario games, haven't you? Um, I've ran 
some of the uh, new Super Mario Bros. games. I haven't officially finished a run of new Super Mario Bros. The DS one, which is oh, the one okay. that I'm on. I've done a Wii, the Wii one and the Wii U one. Now, I notice on your SRC profile, you haven't uploaded quite a few games. Like, I didn't see Portal on there at all. I was like, oh, why is no, that? Yeah. I'm um I vowed to myself that I will not upload my portal run until I get a sub twenty, which is <laughs> a time that I'll be happy with. I'm very very perfectionist and stubborn about my run, so if it's a run that I'm not happy with, I think well I won't waste the mods times and I'll just, you know. So a lot of the games I don't upload because I'm just simply not happy with the time. So yeah, I've seen that across many of people. I used to do the same thing. I'm like, eh, it's kind of cool to track your progress, I guess, because you can see the obsolete run history. But yeah. even then, it's it's not like I'm putting the, the shitter, like, first three runs on there. Nah, yeah. But, I mean, your time was still pretty good. I, I watched a few of the runs. It's not like it was a shabby run by any means. Yeah, that You're specific run, I, yeah, I suppose. I deliberately invalidated it because... I knew what? that I wasn't happy with it, uh, so I started doing ABHs at the very end of the run because it was funny. And oh ABHs my God. being accelerated backwards hop, which is considered a glitch. Is it really? allowed and glitchless. Yeah, because oh. uh, it allows you to speed up your momentum uh, infinitely until you reach maximum velocity. So, um, yeah. The source engine is so beautifully busted. I, I kind of like stuff like that. It's, it's fantastic, yeah. Now, what has been your favorite game you've run? Uh, why'd you do this to me? And, uh, you know, I... just to make you sweat a little bit. It's a very hard one to think. I'm... It's between... <sighs> you know, I can't even think, but I'd say... I'd have to go through them a bit. I think Sonic 2 is one that I'm going to stick with for a while. It's certainly not my favourite, but it's certainly not my least favourite. Uh, a lot of the Sonic games are in that sort of range for me, where they're like they're not my favourite, but they stick with me, and they're not my like, least favourite. Um, the new Super Mario Bros. games that I speedrun, they were quite fun, but I wouldn't say they were my favourite. So currently, Pokemon Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire, the emulator was way too laggy for me to oh, enjoy it. Yikes. I lost... In my PB, which is 3 hours and 40 minutes, 12 of those minutes were lost purely just to insane emulator lag because oh, it shit. takes Not a bad, lot huh? of yeah, it takes a lot of effort for the mods to be able to run tests on newer emulators to make sure that they're the exact same stability as 3DSs. So, I don't Oh, so you use an outdated one? Very outdated, oh, yeah. Oh, that like, sucks. Like, the Citra version that we have to use is in the 1500s somewhere, mm -hmm. and the current one is, like, 2000 somewhere. Yeah. I know 64 does the same thing, because they don't want to give an advantage to emulator, which I can kind of respect. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, Sonic, in terms of Sonic, as long as you're not tassing, then uh, they don't care, use whatever emulator, basically, so most well, people cool. just use the Genesis Plus core with RetroArch, because it's, you know good but uh the thing with sonic the hedgehog is that you no matter what emulator you play on it will always be superior to run on console because uh of how little input lag there is so to speak and uh, that's always big for me i i hate playing on emulator for the most part just because mm -hmm. the, the input lag just makes the game feel not good yeah so in terms of my favorite speed game 
It is currently between Pokemon Platinum, Glitchless Manipulus, and Portal. Um, oh, really? Because they're, they're the two games that I've enjoyed the most out of any speedrun that I've done. Any I'd reason say. why? Like, is there something about the setup for Pokemon or the tech in Portal that, like, really stands out to you? It's... Well, Pokemon Platinum was the first Pokemon game that I ever ran, and it was... I won't say it was one of the first Pokemon games that I ever played casually, but it was one of my favorites. And it was... Learning it was difficult, but it was fun because the game was fun. The music was fun. The pace of it was nice. The logic behind it and the strategy behind it was fun. I just enjoyed it. And the th and it's all about pace for me, I suppose, because if a game is too slow or too fast, then I'm not going to enjoy it. And that's why I don't enjoy uh, New Super Mario Bros. U Deluxe, because there are massive cutscenes in that game. Oh, like unskippable? Yeah, unskippable. Like, 60 seconds between certain stages. Like, if you take the secret exit, you have to watch the path generate all the way from the secret exit and wind around, and it's kind of frustrating, and there's auto-scrollers, and, you know... Oh, it's... yeah, that sucks. But, yeah, Portal, for me, it's just the movement. I just like movement. It's It's fluid, and it's fun. But, yeah, I'd say it's between one of those two in terms of my favourite. Now, do you have a game, and it sounds like I might know the answer already, based off what you just said, but one that you don't really care to run again? One that's like, you know what, that was, hmm, that was something. Um, probably Pokemon Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire, because oh, I, wow. really I really love that game. But as it stands, the way that it's set up is either you use an insanely laggy emulator... Or you spend £300 to get Ooh. a capture card installed onto your DS. Yeah, they're expensive. They're expensive. Do they have to, like, solder it onto the actual... Uh... Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. It's it's very complicated, and the people who do it charge anywhere from 150 to three to £400, depending yes. on... Uh... Seems like it's a niche specialty, so, like, where else yeah. are you going to go for it? Yeah. In terms of, like, the other ones, I'd say Sonic 2 Communities Cup. Uh, that game is a broken mess, and I'm never <laughs> playing that again. That really? game is pure awful, because what happened was, uh, when the developer released it, the decompilations of Sonic 2 sort of overshadowed it, because at the same time, somebody had managed to get the mobile ports onto PC, and that really demotivated the developer, so he gave up on the project. And Damn, it's, it's, that sucks. It's, it does suck. It's just a glitchy mess, so it's really unplayable, but... um. Sonic 2 and Sonic 3 Air are sort of things that I'll go back to eventually. And, you know, I'm very on and off with Sonic 2. I'm going back to Sonic 2 today even, because a tournament's been announced, so I need to start grinding again. But, um... Yeah, I'd say all of the Sonic games besides Sonic 2 Communities Cut, I'll, I would end up going back to at some point, knowing me. But uh, I'd say the one that I'm least likely to go back to is pokemon alpha sapphire because although i love that game casually running it is hell <laughs> now i don't know if it's too soon to talk about this but would you want to talk at all about your upcoming minecraft tournament well i could tell you a little bit about that okay um, okay 
after the events that occurred at Too Fast, which I won't go into detail with because it's very drama focused, and I know you don't want that on your podcast. So, well, I'm not gonna lie. The... I'm kind of curious myself. Is oh. there like a TLDR version? Uh, TLDR. Um, I fell out with a couple people. Uh, I got banned and kicked from staffing the event what? as well as the event entirely for something that wasn't my fault. Uh, what then ensued was a very large argument between half of the Sonic Speedrun community and this one person. Holy Which shit. I, yeah, I won't name, but... Because um, I remember looking know. at the schedule and I saw your name for like at least three events between commentary oh, yeah, and running. Yeah. I was like, oh... <laughs> I uh, I was doing setup, I was doing hosting, I was doing commentary, I was doing two of my own runs, but um, as soon as this one event occurred, they got really annoyed at me for something that was out of my control and I was unaware of, uh, and then what ensued was me and two other Sonic Speedrunners deciding, you know, well, if you're going to kick me off staff for something that isn't my fault when all I'm trying to do is help you, then we're gonna quit the event. We're done. You know, we're out the event. Oh yeah. And then what ensued was a very large argument, which I spent about an hour clarifying on my stream. Um. Yeah. So that sort of gave me this mindset in my head uh, of I've always wanted to do an event for myself, and my my main goal, at least psychologically, is to know that I would have been able to do an event better than she had organized hers. And that sounds like a really spiteful thing to say, but it's it it was part of the motivation behind it. And then yesterday I sort of th thought, I'll put plans into action and I'll message a couple of my friends and say, do you want to be part of a team? Do you want to be part of... Um, you know, a team to do events and stuff, you know, like the Sonic Speedrun community, like Zaxxon and Friends. And a lot of them said yes, so there is now eight of us on the staff team, which oh, is nice. really cool. And we already have three runners available for this event. Um, and yeah, I doing, guess... Like, uh, that... So what is it? Is it a, a charity marathon? It's going to be a tournament where the grand prize will be determined sort of like in like by donations so like people okay. sort of donate inwards and then towards the stream and then all the money that goes in the stream is distributed towards the winners which you know who knows who it's going to be at this rate because we don't have everyone in yet but the way it's going to work is that um it's minecraft so you know minecraft speedruns but instead of it just being based on your own knowledge of, like, the way you run categories like Bastion strats, ways to get in the nether, end strats, and whatnot, a seed will be revealed after sign-ups close, and then there will, will be, like, a two-week sort of grace period where people are going to sort oh, of... Oh, you actually get to practice it. Oh. So it's like... Imagine, like, set seed glitchless, but mm -hmm. instead of having a seed that takes two minutes, it's a seed that's, like, just been chosen, you know, two weeks prior to the event. And th we were discussing ways that we were going to do the event, and this seemed to be the most favorable option. Yeah, that sounds awesome. It, I, I don't even watch new. Minecraft, but I would watch that. Yeah, and the reason why we've done it in this format is that, so, not just Minecraft speedrunners can join in, but people who have perhaps never... It been interested in speedrunning before and i know in the in the actual promotion i said you know mid-level minecraft speedrunners but in all honesty i'd be happy for anyone with 
you know, experience playing Minecraft to join, you know, like a lot of my friends play Minecraft and at this you know, point who hasn't played at yeah least at a this point bit. who hasn't so i believe it would be a really popular thing and you know so far i've already got myself my friend ali and somebody called red spec um who i believe is a random c glitchless uh minecraft speedrunner and we already have three runners which is you know considering the announcement's been out for 24 hours i'm happy with that and hopefully we're going to grow it to, you know, an actual bracket of 16, maybe 24, maybe 32. We'll have to see. But, um, yeah, it's for anyone who's experienced within Minecraft. You don't have to be a speedrunner. Just, you know, somebody who knows movement and somebody who knows the game well enough. And, you know, we're all here to help you out during that two and a half to three week, whatever, grace period that I'm going to allow when I reveal the seed and, you know, people start mm-hmm. rooting it. And then in the tournament, you know, it'll just be based down to who's mastered it well enough. And hopefully it should be a really fun event. So a uh, bit of a self promo here, but uh, if you would like to join, check my Twitter, which is a uh, three go three G O T Y S T I C A L. I've put an announcement on there and it links you up to a sign up form, which also includes a link to the discord. So if anybody out there is interested, Please check it out. Definitely. I apologize for the self-promo. Oh, all good. I was actually, I was going to ask where can people find it if they want to sign up. So even easier. And I, cool. I have, you know, everything links in the description and this should come out Saturday. So as far as dates, that is the 26th. When are you trying to actually do this tournament? Uh, the tournament's going to be uh, 13th to the 15th of August, perhaps Perfect. 14th so plenty to the of time. 15th. Yeah. And the signups close at the end of July, so yeah. Well, easy enough. Indeed. Uh, sorry to go jump back and forth a little bit. Uh, this was something that I actually I in, I intended to ask because I think it's interesting to me. What did you wind up doing with your first Twitch payout, by the way? Uh, I bought a new headset. Oh, okay. I bought the uh, HyperX Cloud 2, which... Uh, it comes with a mic. I did not use the mic because I have my own mic already. Yeah, and it's, you know, sounds it's much better actual... than a headset mic. Yeah, definitely. But I spent a while looking and I was like, okay, so biodynamics are a lot of money. What's something that sounds relatively accurate and flat? Like, because I care a lot about like the sound stage of headphones and stuff. What's something that sounds like relatively accurate and towards something like a pair of biodynamics or like Sennheisers, and but for cheaper? And I looked, and uh, there was a Dank Pods video on how gaming headsets compare to Sennheiser HD 600s. And these that's what I'm st- wearing. Yeah, I know. I really want a pair. So you know, if you could just send me them, that would oh, be great. Oh god, no! This was a. This was definitely like <laughs> an investment. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, I'm gonna treat myself. It's so it was a Christmas birthday. This is what I'm getting myself. Yeah, it's definitely something that you'd have to save for for a while, mm-hmm. but um. Yeah, I was looking at them, and the soundstage of these are relatively consistent and comparable to the HD 600s, just with like a bit of extra bass, which I like. Anyway. Oh, yeah, that's um, might be and even better. Yeah, I wish I had just like oh, shit a, a sponsorship, maybe if I could sample like a few different Sennheiser headsets, because like audio is just so so interesting to me. I, I'm not a snob necessarily, not an audiophile, but I, am. I like snob. good shit. If that makes yeah. sense. No, yeah, 100% you. Yeah. And uh, 
I think these were definitely a good investment because I still have them. They still work. They still sound great. Oh, yeah, and still for sure. Comfortable as hell. Is that something you have to get an amp for, or can it just plug and play? Oh, it just plugs and play. Oh, it's nice, great. easy. Very good. And what has been, I guess, your, your positive thing, your favorite thing about speedrunning and streaming? Getting myself out there. Being able to have that personality, I suppose, and being able to share that with the world, as well as meeting new people and, you know, doing events and stuff. It's just nice to be able to express myself, I suppose. Um, you know, in a place where I know I won't be judged for it because everybody else is expressing themselves in the exact mm -hmm. same way. And it's great. And everyone's so much nicer than they are in real <laughs> life, which is so surprising. You know? I, I find wow. that so strange, actually, because Twitch does theoretically still have the anonymity. Anonymity. Yeah, anonymity of being on the internet. But for the most part, besides, you know, the couple people that might as well be robots, I it's very homey, very yeah. comfy. And I've found it yeah. almost, yeah, therapeutic whenever I started streaming, which I did not expect. Because I tend to be, no, yeah, it's really I don't nice. know, more re reserved, I suppose. I, I'm more like, let other people talk and I'll just chill kind mm. of thing. No, yeah, in real life, I'm like that, you know, like... At least at school and stuff, you know, whenever the teacher says, you know, oh, who can answer this? And I'm like, no. Nah, not me. Not, not because I can't answer it, but just because, you Choose know. not to. I prefer not to, yeah. And like, you know, like at lunch break and stuff, like everyone goes and plays what you would call soccer. But that's the sacrilegious name for it. It's football. <laughs> no. I, but, um, I'm a big footy fan, actually. American or I got my proper? scarf. Uh, well, both, but uh, proper. Oh, fair enough. Is what I'm Proper. talking about in this instance. Got my my FC scarf right on my chair, actually. Nice, nice, respectable. Uh, but yeah, you know, like people go and play football at lunch, but I'd always just be the person to just sit on the bench and just think things through. You know, I'd mm -hmm. like a bit of time just to think and be quiet and reserved to myself. But I'm definitely not that kind of person online, I suppose, because I'm not showing face most of the time. It's uh. It's nice. It's just nice to be able to express yourself. For sure. Did you, like, when you first started, did you instantly like streaming, or was it something that kind of grew on you over time? I definitely instantly liked it. It was definitely something that I really enjoyed, you know, being able to show myself to the world and stuff and do fun stuff. And I remember doing, I've already done two 12-hour streams, uh, one to get oh to affiliate God, really. One, yeah, I believe one to get to affiliate and one was a hundred follower special, I believe. Oh, and nice. Uh, How'd you feel afterwards? Um, good because prior to it, I'd had a foot long sandwich from Subway and a massive <laughs> coffee from Costa. So there you go. I know. Yeah. So Bronine just did his twenty four hour, and I could never even imagine it. Do you, Do you see yourself doing it ever? Uh, um. At some point, maybe like 500 Ooh. followers. 500 followers and I'll do it. You heard me. You heard me there. If all right, I get all right. 200 more followers, I will do a 24-hour stream. And for every 100 followers, let's say by the end of the year. No, that's too ambitious. Let's say by this time next year. And if we come back, what day is it? It is the 21st of June. 
If we come back and we've reached 600 instead of 500, I'll add an extra 12 hours. For no, every 36 follow- hours? For every follow- yeah, for every follower, for every 100 followers that I've gained over what I've said, I'll add an extra 12 hours. I and think I might you'll go into a demented do- state. I think I will, which is why I'm probably not going to do it all in one stream. <laughs> but maybe, let's say I reach 700 followers, which was equal 48 hours, then I'll do two 24-hour streams. You Jesus. Know. Why not? I'm All right, well, we got you in 4K, so if it happens, yeah. it's on Caught you. In 4K. <laughs> oh, my God. Caught in HDR. Have you, have you become quite involved, like, in your speed games communities? Like, do you hang out with oh, definitely, people on yeah. Discord and stuff? No, yeah, I'd, um, I become very involved, especially in the Sonic Speedrun community. Like, we have a sub-community known as... Um, jail so uh shout out to jail (laughs) yep and uh i kid you not the voice chats as i'm checking now there are four people in jail one there are people in jail two Uh, (laughs) there's there's... multiple jails (laughs) yeah there's jail one there's jail two there's prison and there's gulag which is russian only jail oh yikes because we have people that speak russian as well as english which is you know shout outs to shore and Mm eandis and other people who speak russian but yeah shout outs to uh hatchies discord which is jail uh shout out to everyone in there the best part of the Sonic Speedrun community, as well as, once again, shout-out to the Zaxxon and Friends tournaments, um, and shout-out to Hudz's community, because I'd say that they're, like, the main communities that I'm involved in, and they're the... They're some of, if not the best, communities within the Sonic Speedrun community. The sub-communities, if you will. But yeah, shout-outs to all of them. But yeah, I'd say I've definitely become pretty involved. Do the 3D games and the 2D games, like, is their community intertwined? Like, is Sonic speedrunning its own thing, or are they separated? Um, this is a very controversial one, because I know a lot of people, including myself, want the Discord to be split into classics, adventure era, and modern era. Yeah. And, like, and then have separate ones for other games. But instead, they've just categorized it. So you've got classics, and then a new category, adventure era, and then modern era. But it's... It feels too cluttered, and a lot of us feel feel as though we should just have it separated. But in terms of, like, the way that it intertwines, unless you're one of those people who actually runs, like, a range of the Sonic games, you know, you'd barely ever get adventure-era runners, you know, doing classic stuff, with the exception of, like, Dage 4, because, like, Dage has done some classic stuff in the past, Mm -hmm. but it's... As far as I'm concerned, it doesn't cross over, or at least as much as I think in my head, it doesn't cross over as much. It's almost like and they're three they're separate. very different games, so I could understand yeah, why. I mean, even yeah. so, like Crash HD and Crash OG are separate servers as well. And I imagine, I yeah. mean, there is some crossover because obviously people play the HD. I think because there's nostalgia factor, but yeah. But- you know, like, nearly every other speedrun community that I've seen has separate Discord servers for the separate genres of mm. games. Like, you know, Gen 1, 2, and 3 Pokemon, DS-era Pokemon, um, 3DS-era Pokemon, Switch-era Pokemon. You know, they're all separate. But with the Sonic speedrun community, it's all intertwined into one massive Discord server. And I'm not a fan. I'll be honest, I'm not a fan. Yeah, I would prefer for it to be separated logically. So the people who are in, you know, people are in a Discord server for a reason, then, like, sort of split up the moderators, maybe, um, 
you know, you've got the global mods and the admins, but like, you know, split up the mods into their respective subcategories or whatever. Now, most importantly, I guess, when are you running Sonic 06 then? Um, when pigs fly. Oh, okay. <laughs> there you go. Um, that game is yeah, so never. funny to me. Like, it, it looks so bad that it's kind of good, if that makes any sense. I'd but run Unleashed. The loading screen's I, bit. Yeah. I really like Unleashed. A lot of people don't. I really Unleashed is my favorite 3D game by far. What? I, I'd run Unleashed all day stages, or Unleashed any percent at some point. Which, yeah. Two very contrasting categories, but I really like Unleashed. Is that uh, only on a certain console, or does it have a um, PC? It's it's not got a PC port because Sega, but uh, ah. I've got an Xbox 360, so I can play it on that. Oh, nice. Yeah, 360, oh man. It's so it's cool to hear that you still like it too, because I think the 360 was like the GOAT. Oh yeah, my time. 360 is a fantastic console. Definitely one of the best consoles. Now... All the series in the world, do you have anything else on your list that you're looking to run? Um, Maybe you haven't even really looked into how, but just like, oh, that looks cool. Maybe one day. I'm thinking about doing some classic 3D Marios, uh, like 64, Sunshine, perhaps even ooh, Galaxy, ooh, ooh, ooh. I don't know. It's going to be interesting. I've looked at Crash, but Crash is... It's all right. It's definitely something I would consider, but nothing... It's concrete at the moment. Yeah, and yeah. Same for uh, like doing more Minecraft stuff, like actual RSG and stuff like that. I kind of on the fence with, but for the for the time being, I'm just gonna stick with things that stick out to me as well as Sonic speedrunning. So, what kind of runs are you watching when you're just just enjoying yourself, just watching other people do runs? Just uh, other Sonic speedruns, mainly uh currently uh joey um who has he's live now so and he has been live for an hour so i'm gonna go say hi to him he's even got the spinning <laughs> mozzarella sticks he's still got the spinning mozzarella sticks in the top corner of his stream but uh yeah i'll go say hi to him um when i can but i watch you know a lot of the people from jail currently i've been watching iandis shout out to iandis because at 14, he is trying to beat the world record for Sonic 3 and Knuckles using these That's absolutely nuts. mental and insane strats. And it's something that I couldn't even begin to imagine how to do. But Iandis is just on another level of skill. And he's also Russian. So, you know, if I say anything bad about him, the Mafia will kill me. So shout outs to Iandis. We talked about it before, and I think it's a great story. <laughs> what are the spinning mozzarella sticks that you're talking about? Ah. <laughs> uh... There's a bit of a story that um, when Joey, my uh, friend and good Sonic speedrunner slash streamer, is a very good streamer, uh, Joey Baby sixty nine, he's does a lot of classic Sonic speedruns, and he used to have the world record for Sonic two until Super Boom Fan destroyed everyone's thoughts of what could ever be possible and managed to get sub fourteen thirteen fifty nine, which I still find insane. Um, and he went through a bit of a period of just doing other games, and he came back to Sonic 2. And I believe at the time his PB was a 14-15, and he wanted to get world record or just lower his PB. And what 
he um, did, you know, he grinded for days and days and days and he didn't get anywhere. And his input uh, display died, so he swapped it out with an image of a Fisher-Price, like, kids controller, which is, it's become such a meme that he doesn't use an input display anymore, he just leaves that image there. <laughs> and one day, he decided to add, uh, uh, I think it was like a picture of a burger or something to his stream, and it wasn't working out, so we replaced it with some mozzarella sticks. And these mozzarella sticks rotate, they were spinning around. And the very next day, he PB'd by 13 seconds. So these mozzarella sticks have sort of been seen to be, like, the holy mozzarella sticks, if you will. Yeah, they're, like they're the, blessed. The, they're blessed. They are the sacred mozzarella sticks. So that's how that happened, I suppose. And these mozzarella sticks have somehow become very important. Yeah, I'm definitely going to have them on the screen, because they're just so good. Hmm blessed i'm shit i eventually i might i might put them up on my stream just to bless things yeah why not why not but uh yeah joey's awesome shout out to him he made a trailer for an upcoming zaxon and friends sonic 2 tournament which i'm gonna share with you now gaffy um because it is possibly the best trailer for anything that i've ever seen uh and I don't mind if you check this out later or if you check this out during the podcast, honestly, you know. It's just something that I need to leave you just for the sake of how brilliant it is. I think just so I don't have to mess with the formatting and everything, I'm just going to... I'll check it out later, but I'm kind of excited too because you've hyped it up now. <laughs> it's it's very good, yeah. I'm looking forward to your reaction. Now, did you wind up uh, watching any of E3 last week? Uh, yeah, I did, and I was severely disappointed. <laughs> in general, or? Um, with specifically Microsoft and Nintendo. Because Microsoft was supposed to be giving us more news about the new Forza Motorsport game, which we never got. Um, instead, we just got Horizon 5, which looks like a copy-pasted Horizon 4. And then Nintendo, I was expecting, you know, at least something that was towards my interest. Uh... Of which there wasn't, so... Not a Metroid fan? Not a Metroid fan, personally. Yeah. It's a shame. I don't know why. Nintendo, the last few years... Well, on top of why I dislike them for Smash purposes, they've just kind of let me down as far as games go. I feel like they just don't put out quality things anymore. Yeah. 2017 was the sort of biggest year in gaming i feel and everything from there went downhill because yeah 2017 we got the switch was released um did odyssey come out in 2017 i believe it i did. think so because i got mm-hmm. a switch just so i could play breath of the wild and odyssey yeah breath of the wild also came out sonic mania came out you know so many big games came out in 2017 and ever since then it's sort of been downhill Yeah, unfortunate, but I I think there's something about not having a, a live show as well. Just kind of makes mm. E3 under, I don't not know, undervalued. It's like, okay, so this was essentially just you'd release something, but they didn't even release a lot of things. It was just showing what's already been teased. Mm. Which, whatever. Yeah. yeah it's... Is there anything on your better. list that you're like, oh, I can't wait for this to come out? Um, 
Pokemon Diamond and Pearl remakes, I'm interested to see how they develop. Oh and yeah, that didn't look too bad. I want to see what's new with Forza Horizon 5, because from the trailer that we got, there wasn't much new stuff, I suppose. I guess, yeah, like... the only real changes I can imagine that they do is, oh hey, we've put out new consoles, so it's going to look prettier. Yeah, new consoles, and they changed it. They obviously new location with every Forza game, so it was mm -hmm. Mexico this time. Everyone thought it was going to be Japan, so I suppose we were a bit disappointed when it was Mexico. Oh, Japan would be sick, Mexicans. actually, for a game like that. Yeah, we wanted Japan, we didn't get Japan. What can you do? Oh, well. At least there will be a nice orange filter for you to look at. Yeah, very nice. Some blinding screen mm -hmm. brightness and stuff. <laughs> very fun but that is about all i have for you actually thank you so much for coming on and talking about everything no yeah thank you for uh having me on it's been great and i'm looking forward obviously this is coming out uh saturday like you mentioned mm -hmm. earlier so i'm looking forward to uh seeing what people's reactions are and where can the people find you what all projects do you have going on People can find me at twitch.tv slash 3gotistical, 3g-o-t-y-s-t-i-c-a-l. Uh, you can find me on Twitter, you can find me in Joey's chat, <laughs> you can find me in a lot of the Sonic Speedrun community's chat, screaming random things and saying random memes that none of you will probably understand. You can find me, I don't know, Do you have somewhere. A YouTube? Um, I do have a YouTube, it's 3 Goatisticals, spelled the exact same way. I don't upload a lot on there, but uh, might as well drop um, drop a follow, subscribe, whatever it is on YouTube. I can't remember these days, but uh, I occasionally post PBs on there. Alright, that, that's it for this week. Thank you. <laughs>